Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep D. <laughs> and I'm Natalie, and I look really bad right now because I just got off of a flight from Cincinnati, a 7 a.m. flight, and I was up till 3 a.m. So um, it's been a rough day. I was in Cincinnati for a wedding for my best friend. I was in it as a bridesmaid, and we partied hard. It was beautiful, but uh, how to get back to Chicago really early for this podcast. So we have time to edit and uh, get this going for, for release. We're really... Uh, we're really doing this uh, <laughs> on a whim, so I cannot we'll see how it goes. When you texted me this morning, I was like, "100 percent." She's texting me saying she didn't, she missed this flight because how? I don't know how. No, I almost it. did. No way. So I barely made it um, to the boarding gates. It was uh, I sprinted and I was very sweaty <laughs> and I felt really bad for my seatmate. <laughs> my seatmate. Yeah, the guy next to me. I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I passed uh-huh. out and I'm a mouth breather like when I sleep and I woke up and like my head was turned towards him. So I was like, I know I was just like mouth breathing all over him on that flight. <laughs> Why did when you said mouth breathing, it reminded me of uh, the dude that's next to Helga and Hey Arnold all the time. The- no, that's how I sleep. <laughs> I think I just have very small nostrils. And yeah. so like my body just automatically like breathes through my mouth. Okay, that's wild. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you I want to get mouth tape? <laughs> okay, the- I looked into that, but I'm I nervous. Get it. You know, I'll like stop breathing. No, your body. Well, like I think they have it so that you can still like, you know, worst case scenario, you can there's still some air that goes through. It's just not as much. <laughs> but I really want to get oh. it. <laughs> Why are you a mouth breather too? Um, no, but I just know that it's healthier. Sometimes I'll open my mouth and sleep, but it's not good for you. So I'm like, ooh, are you a mouth breather? It reminds me of like Game of Thrones. Are you a mouth breather? No, I'm like a extreme mouth breather. Like my mouth goes wide. Yeah, I can like, hear you I'm here. sure I eat like 20 bugs a night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You I'm have sure so of it. Spiders. You probably swallowed so many spiders over the lifetime. I was like, mmm, protein. Yum. But like my mouth goes this wide. If you're watching on video, I'm not kidding. This is how wide my mouth is when I sleep. It's like. <laughs> okay, I would be so scared if I woke up next to you and that was your mouth. I'd be like, ah. Like, are you okay? Close your mouth, baby. I know. Like my future husband, not only <sighs> do I sometimes get like IBS attacks in the middle of the night, but I also just like look crazy when I sleep. My mouth is so wide. It looks yeah. like there's like an actual contraption in my mouth keeping it open. <laughs> no, but really though, we need mouth tape. I'm going to buy us some. Um, but the only reason I brought up the fact that I'm tired is because I know last week's episodes, I messed up everyone's names. I was calling Izzy Lizzie. Yes. <laughs> I got all your DMs. Like I'm very aware. Um, and I'm just saying, like, give me grace if I do it again. 
You're like, no promises that I'm going to fix it. <laughs> no, when it's I... It's because I have a coworker named Lizzie. And so I'm getting their, like, I'm just getting their names confused in my head. I don't know why. That's so funny. They're very I'm, different, but... They're very different. I mean, I did hear it a few times in the last episode, but I was like, you know what? This is a lost cause. We're just going to continue on. <laughs> and also... Great. It's, it's hard Great. to like, edit that out. I mean, I heard it later. It's fine. It wasn't even that bad. If you say it really fast, you can't even hear the L. Okay, anyways, let's get into some news, shall we? <laughs> I don't know. We're in a little giddy mood today. Yeah, we're just tired little gals this morning. Um, there is not quite me. a bit of news and a lot of revelations. Oh, you're not tired? No, dude, I got like 10 hours of sleep last night. I went to bed at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night after reading. I was like, who am I? I'm so wholesome. Anyways. You are anyways. wholesome. I wasn't. I was taking jello shots somewhere at like somewhere in Cincinnati at like 2.30 a.m. and then walking my ass to the Airbnb. Anyways. Uh, anyway. Okay, okay. This is for real anyways. For real. A lot of season revelations and news since our last recap episode. Um, the first big thing is Uche and Lydia, we found out that they were told by production to keep their relationship a secret. Mm-hmm. It first started with Uche leaving some Instagram comments about this. I think it was on his personal Instagram page or the Love is Blind Netflix page. Um, But he said in his comments that production forced him to keep his past a secret. And then production edited out the part where he revealed to Aaliyah he wasn't allowed to tell the truth until a certain time. After his comments, Love is Blind creator Chris Colin then revealed in an interview with Variety last week um, that production didn't know Lydia and Uche knew each other or had a relationship prior to the show, which... We do believe we talked about this last week. Um, but according to Colin, a condition of them staying on the show was that they, quote, not immediately tell people about their history. And at that point, we all felt that the information wasn't relevant. And we all agreed revealing it would have been destructive to everyone's overall experience, end quote. So that's what he said in the article. I don't believe him. <laughs> I don't believe him. I think that production knew the drama it would cause when um, when production found out that Uche and Lydia had a previous relationship. Um, and I think that it was purposeful that they made them keep it a secret because when we found out, we knew met some men on the other side. Like, production didn't really care. Yeah. And I continued going on dates with the guy that I had known in real life if that makes sense yeah no absolutely i think that even for me like um i told them right away because i was scared because i was like i don't want to ruin this experience for anybody so when i was like oh i know this person but i think the reason why production was like let's keep it a secret and cared more about the situation is because lydia and uche literally have a long history and that's true it's smart i i don't know if it's smart or not for them to keep it quiet In one way, I think, yes, I think production was smart because it kind of ruins their chances otherwise of finding love in like with other people. Um, But I don't I don't know. But I do have to say, because of this information, I do give um, Lydia and Uche a little bit more grace. Like, yeah, I get it. I understand because you and I know how it is to be in that environment. You don't want to, you know. You don't want to go against the integrity of the show, which is like love is blind. Like that's the whole concept. So, but I think that production could have done it differently where they're like, you could say you dated and tell Mm -hmm. people, but you can't reveal what that other person looks like or like give information of like what you think of that person. Um, I think that the fact that they had to give 
permission to when Uche and Lydia could reveal their truth. There's definitely manipulation like around that. Like, I don't think yeah. it's as innocent as Chris Colin makes it seem in this article. And I actually do feel like he made the comments in this article because Uche was revealing this on Instagram. So I think it was actually in response to make it, oh, well, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, of course we told them to keep it a secret. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was actually more manipulative than Chris Colin lets off. Yeah. And also not to mention Uche is like actually like defending himself in these comments. Like, you know, people have sent it to our DMs um, and like us personally too. And they're just been like, look at what Uche is saying. And so that's how I found out. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, it's it is kind of it's sucky that they uh, took out the part where he was like, oh, I wasn't able to tell you because it makes yeah. us the viewers feel like Uche and Lydia did something wrong. And in reality, they didn't. <laughs> so uh, it just sucks. Yeah. In that you know? we thought that they will withheld it withheld like it. purposefully. And we're like, that wasn't right. It, you know, like Uche and Lydia should have been honest in the beginning. But now, yeah, you're right. The situation kind of changes. I still yeah. don't think that Lydia should have gotten very close with oh, Aaliyah. Yeah. Like she should have maintained mm -hmm. her distance knowing that she had a previous relationship with Uche and it was pretty recent. Like the last time they had seen each other, I think it was three months prior to filming. And so that part still leaves a really bad taste in my mouth, but okay. it does change that whole situation for me. Um, one thing about Uche though, he is spilling a lot of tea. Like he's doing Instagram, ask me anything. He's, you know, um, commenting where production edited something or manipulated a situation. And I feel like yeah. he has every right to do that, to defend himself. I think where I worry for him is they still need to film the reunion and after the altar. I did hear rumblings that they are filming the reunion right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I think when you piss off production, you piss off production. Mm, yeah, Like they have the power over the edit. So I think he just needs to be careful and I hate saying that because he has every right to defend himself and call out where it's edited but on the flip side it's like not a lot of people are going to see your comments and how you call out production but millions of more people are going to see the show and the edit if that makes sense like yeah 100% it makes sense because no matter what you do on social media to get your story out there or like to defend yourself people are going to forget that version of you and what is out there on television, on Netflix is what's going to live forever. So you're yeah. right, Natalie, you just made me think like, yes, if he wants to make sure his story is heard, he should wait until the reunion, gather his thoughts, figure out like everything that's on. Like he, we haven't even finished all the episodes yet. You know, just wait to see how it all progresses and then speak your piece at reunion and wait for after the altar. That's true. He should. Yeah. That would be the smart move. Yeah. But I understand how it's hard yeah. Yeah, to like when you see your, especially because the way they edited it, it makes it seem like because he values honesty, he values, you know, transparency, all of these things, which he, it seems like he's like hypocritical because he doesn't give us that with all of this information that we found out. You know what I mean? So I yeah. get it, but... Yeah, yeah, so I would say like my biggest advice to him is... I completely get it. I'm kind of like that too, where I got pissed and I kind of just like, you know, try to defend myself yeah. in, in the comments. Mm -hmm. But I think that Smart. you have to wait till you're done filming everything like yeah. reunion ATA because it's, 
production still has power over your edit unless yeah. he chooses not to attend the reunion or ATA, but um, it. I don't know. It's like, it's this fine line. It's, it's really scary and it's really tough. Do you think that he's gonna, do you think that they'll get asked to come back to ATA? Oh, I guess so. Maybe if they like yeah. continued a relationship outside of the show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that later when we talk about him and Aaliyah, but there are, are more updates that didn't make it to the show in terms of like their relationship, which I was pretty surprised about. Um, And it kind of reveals how much was really like manipulated and edited when it comes to his storyline. But we'll get into that later. Um, I feel like we've heard other things too, like in our DMs. Yeah. So um, obviously with every season, there's always couples who don't get engaged or who get engaged but are not followed. And, you know, Natalie and I have had a few people on here called the lost stories, but in this season, we do see, it feels like there's obviously a few more couples that get engaged. Noticeably, Renee and Carter, they come back in the party scene and we see that Renee has a ring on her finger, which is kind of interesting because it feels like it's not just a couple who they didn't follow. It feels like it's a couple that they followed, but didn't air. So I don't know what's going on (laughs) with them. So they registered for a uh, marriage license along with the other couples. But um, I don't know if they they just weren't followed. Yeah. You notice them now? Yeah. I know. I was going to say, I noticed Renee wearing an engagement ring in Mm -hmm. episode seven during that like barbecue party. Um, And I think this is the first time a show, it seems like the show followed and filmed a couple considering they do have a marriage license um, registered and just cut them completely. And and that was the juicy tea that we alluded to um, last week is that clearly they cut them out for a reason. This season was supposed to have, I think, 12 episodes and the fact they cut it to 10 I think it was because they cut this this couple out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very curious why. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, I noticed it said also Renee's like into men with beards and like, and it wholeheartedly fits Carter, which is interesting. Yeah. Not that she knew, but yeah, I want to, I want to know more about them and like why they were, they were ixed next. <laughs> I mean, it has to be a huge reason. I don't think, like a reason is, oh, they were a boring storyline. No, no, that's that's not a thing. No. And when I say boring, I mean like maybe there wasn't anything like like dramatic happening with them, but we've had couples like that before. Like Lauren and Cameron, not saying they were boring, but like it's just like a wholesome story. Tiff and Brett, you see it too. Again, not boring, but there's like really no drama. Mm-hmm. And so that could have, they wouldn't have cut Renee and Carter if they were like a no drama couple. Like, I feel like there's something serious that happened. I also saw that Carter follows Nick Thompson, who obviously has been a very, um, a very vocal advocate for the unionization of reality TV personalities and stars um, and has been very outspoken in terms of um, what he experienced with yeah. uh, Kinetic Content, the production company, you know, alleging uh, food and and water deprivation and sleep deprivation as well. And so, uh, I don't know, like the fact that Carter follows Nick, I feel like... Something's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe they saw him as like a liability or maybe, you know, 
something else happened. We'll have to see. I I kind of want to get like Renee or Carter on the podcast because yeah. I feel like they deserve to tell their stories. Um, or and I'm sure they'll you know, reveal I'm, it eventually. But um, yeah, this is one story that I feel like both of us are very intrigued by. I want to yeah. know what's going on. We'll just I mean, have to see. It seems like there's also other couples that got engaged, but they just weren't followed. Um, yeah. Who was it? Uh, do we know who they are? I think there's like rumors about who. Um, but there's rumors, but no one's like revealed anything yet. But I did hear through the grapevine that there are two other couples, two other couples. Um, who got engaged, but production chose not to follow them. But I think mm-hmm. Renee and Carter are very unique in that it looks like they were followed based on the marriage license, mm-hmm. but they were cut from the show. So we'll just have to see what happened if it's ever revealed um i'm very curious in terms of why production did that yeah yeah um is there any other news not one last news that i saw um after our last recap episode so Aaliyah um has done quite a few interviews in the press so we said in our previous recap episode that um it might have been editing that made it seem like lydia was for lack of a better word, smothering Aaliyah with Uche information. <laughs> yeah. But in Aaliyah's interview with Vulture, she confirmed that it was true. She said, quote, I felt like I had kind of set my boundaries and they weren't being respected by a certain individual. I felt like that wasn't how I want to proceed, end quote. And it's definitely in reference to Lydia. So, um, yeah, it, it really seems like Lydia impacted Aaliyah. We definitely see that in these current sets of episodes. Like, Aaliyah, you know, making reference about how Lydia would not stop talking about Uche. And um, so, yeah, I guess it's kind of proven that, yeah, Lydia played a big part in in Aaliyah feeling the way she felt like in the pods. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Lydia literally ruined Uche and Aaliyah's experience in the pods, which means they couldn't have continued on with the experiment. So this entire process for them was just not what they had expected and it kind of feels like it's all on Lydia but I don't know I really oh there's so much okay we'll wait to get into it waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season LifeLock can help our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. All right, let's get into it because I really, really need your thoughts on the whole Leah Uche, Lydia situation. Um <laughs> I, I I don't even know. Um, when Aaliyah just left the pods and sh- that phone call with Uche was, I was on the edge of my seat. It was, mm-hmm. s- there was so much tension. It was so good. Uh, honestly, 
It was so good. What do you mean? It was so bad. What I'm trying to say is general thoughts about this season. You know how earlier in the last episode I said this is my favorite season. I don't know if that's the case anymore because everyone (laughs) is a fucking mess. (laughs) Everyone's a fucking mess. But drama wise, this season is really good. Like it's gotten me hooked. And can I just say really quickly before we get into the nitty gritty of everything, one thing that I do appreciate about this cast is that they are not just saying like whatever to move forward in their relationships. I think I'm so proud of Taylor. I'm so proud of Uche, weirdly. I'm proud of Aaliyah. I'm proud of all of these people for just leaving the situation because it no longer served them. They're not like, oh, I'm going to try to make it to the altar and see what happens. Like, it's none of that. It's just like, you know what? I'm fucking leaving. I like that and appreciate yeah. that. I, I do too. I think it's, um, though I feel like the show is doing it on purpose because they got a lot of flack in previous seasons about the $50,000 fine that was revealed by Jeremy Hartwell and Nick Thompson. Um, so the $50,000 fines that uh, that can be imposed if contestants leave the leaves the show early. Um, so I feel like they're having like people leave when they want yeah. because because like <laughs> we also saw a lot of food in last week's episode oh, yeah, we and I was like, what's I was like what's going on uh, that's actually really funny you see I'm laughing because I love that you bring the, that perspective back to reality where I'm like in la la lane like I'm so proud of them and you're like bitch there's yeah. more to it no I, yeah, I, agree I think with it's you. like yeah I think it's like a way to kind of um like defend themselves against the allegations of like food deprivation um and that fifty thousand dollar fine yeah. Um, if if contestants leave, if it doesn't fit the storyline of them leaving, if that makes sense. Like, I know people are like, well, Shayna was able to leave, but they wanted that part of her story. Um, so, but for some couples, they don't. Yeah. No, allegedly. True. I'm just <laughs> saying this allegedly. Allegedly, of course. <laughs> we can only speculate, you know? Um, yeah. But going back to Uche and Aaliyah's phone call, like, I don't know. Okay. I know you're going to say something about Uche and his condescending tone. And I just want to say, I just think that's the way he speaks, especially when he gets excited. I don't think he means it to come off like condescending, but I do agree with him that Aaliyah, like, I just wish she like left him a note, like left him a message to be like, Hey, like, I'm so sorry. This got too overwhelming and I had to leave. But it sucks that I see all perspectives because I also understand her in the sense that like it feels she probably felt like she was um, this was like all a scheme and like a setup. And especially like talking to Lydia, she probably found out that like, hey, like if they they like plan to be here together, then am I being made out to look like a fool? So she probably was like, I don't trust anyone. I'm just going to leave. So like, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I, I understand both perspectives but i do think she should have left him a note or a message out of respect for their relationship you know i agree i think the note and message though is kind of hard because i remember that one of my connections on our season left me a note and production was like i'm not giving this to natalie Mm, Um, and so i think that sometimes like production does play like a role in terms of like what they how they want to up the drama. However, I do think it was wrong that she left without trying to say anything 
to him. Yeah. Like she should, she could have gone into that pod and be like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Instead of just being like, I'm out. I get it though, because it's a, it's not real life, right? Like you're in a very stressful bubble. And so she's mm-hmm. probably just like, what do I do? And she kind of just made like a rash decision, but I understand Uche's hurt. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that he kind of, the way he reacted in that phone call, I'm not saying it was right. Cause I do feel like he was a little bit like, he was n- not trying to understand and it might be his tone, but he was coming off like very condescending regardless. Mm-hmm. Like he's just, I don't know another word for it, but it's like every time he talks, he's like, like boom, 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 boom. Like you can't get yeah. a well, in and it feels like he's like so angry at you. It mm-hmm. kind of makes you coil back if you are not the same sort of communicator as him. Yeah. It kind of comes off judgmental, but I think it's passionate. You know what I mean? He just feels so passionately about the situation because listen we're all human like i when i have emotions like it's it's hard for me to be like the perfect person you know what i mean like because everything's just happening and you're trying to process everything but the one thing that i did like think about was he was like oh my god like Aaliyah, you just had to wait one day and i don't think that's really fair because like if you think about it from her situation she would have had to go to mexico interact with lydia and uche And, like, there's, like, a whole, like, other piece of it after the pods that it's not just the pods. Like, if, in fact, it's going to get really real in Mexico and post, like, you guys are going to have to interact with Lydia. So it's not like... I don't think that's what he meant, though, by waiting one day. I think he was saying, like, you could have waited one day to tell me in person, like, this was not right. But instead you left. Right, right. right. No, I get that whole piece. But he was just, like, then... Because she was, like, I didn't have you, Uche. Like... For, as support, you know what I mean? But still, I just feel like there's, it's not just like, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm just saying like in general, I feel like there's more that she would have had to go through and endure, yeah. you know, with it. But I don't know. Their whole situation but, is messed. It's fucking with my Yeah. Head. I don't know. Like that phone call really confused me because she seems very like flip floppy and mm-hmm. kind of like... I get that. She does like rash things. So when her and Uche meet and we're, we're going fast forwarding to, I think it's episode seven Mm -hmm. where her and Uche meet um, for the first time in person, you know, Uche mentions that um, like, you know, after Leah left the show, she followed Uche on Instagram, then unfollowed him and then followed him and then sent him a voice message and then blocked him and then unblocked him. And I just like, I think it says a lot about her, like in terms of where she is at emotionally mm-hmm. with the whole situation. And I was like, it seems like she's very like rash just based on that statement. Again, I don't know her, but, um, and then she makes a comment to Uche about, and she says this like very confidently that um, she says to Uche, like Lydia knew you, you were going to be in the pods. But then she has an interview with Vulture and she says that she's not sure if Lydia knew if Uche was going to be in the pods. And so I'm like, I'm just very confused. And I feel like she kind of is too. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. I think she is kind of confused. I think we see, I think that whole interaction of her following him, unfollowing him, blocking him, unsending a voice note, all of that, I think you're right. I think we 
it feels like she's trying to process it <laughs> like in real time. And he's like really yeah. calling her out for it, which is, yeah. But okay. Can I say though, that interaction when they were talking was a little odd. Like I feel like, Aaliyah said way more back to Uche, but they edited it weirdly because she's just sitting there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like the whole time when they pan to her. And I'm like, I know, I know she's saying something back to these things. Like, I want to know yeah. what she said. Right. Like it felt weird the way they edited that. Like, oh, well, it was fully edited it because Uche did an Instagram ask me anything and he like cleared yes. up that scene. So how it's edited on the show, it looks like Uche doesn't want to continue his relationship with Aaliyah. Like he's like, it's over. And then he recently said today on Instagram, let me try to pull up what he said. So someone asked, why did you tell Aaliyah it was over? And his response was, quote, the it's over between us. So something he said on the show is a post-production soundbite. At lunch, we both forgave each other. We held hands and shared our first kiss. Then we agreed to date outside of the show, end quote. So what does that mean? Post-production soundbite? You know what that means. <laughs> like a, they took something from another interview or confessional or scene and then placed it in that scene. I mean, yeah. they did that a lot in our season. And, oh, and so it's a real thing. A hundred percent. So, ooh. yeah. So uh, they probably just wanted this story to end there. Yeah. Like they, they didn't want to follow them afterward. Um, but that's kind of, that's messed up. It is that's messed like up. messed up. If what Uche is saying is true, that's messed up that production altered reality completely. Yeah. So I'm very curious in terms of what Aaliyah will say at the reunion, if her and Uche are going to be there and like what kind of what the real story is. Oh, can I also share something very interesting? Hmm. Um, I know we're kind of um, going ahead, but there was also another question um, that asked, did you cheat on Lydia? And he responds, quote, no, Lydia and I were never together. We dated for a short time and were both seeing other people. In the casting process, we were asked to disclose who our most recent relationships were with. If she believed we were in one, she would have disclosed my name or photo and the producers wouldn't have allowed both of us on the show, end quote. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, I... Um, <laughs> I have no words. I... <sighs> First of all, the fact that he's able to do an AMA like this, I know that he's pissing people off. But oh, he's not allowed to do an AMA. You know, producers no are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so he he definitely feels like he's been wronged in this situation, and he's trying to defend himself. But I do. Uh, it's just really interesting that Aaliyah has said like, "Oh, did Lydia plot to be on the show with Uche?" Like, do you think that there's any truth to that? Because I'm left very confused because the way, like, what did Aaliyah say? Aaliyah said that there was people in the pods on the very first day of filming that she said, oh, I think an ex of mine is going to be in this cast, whatever she said. So the reason why Aaliyah thinks that Lydia um, plotted to be on the show because she knew Uche was there is because Lydia supposedly told other women cast members on the first day of filming that she feels like she's gonna like someone from her past is in the pods. That's what Aaliyah says to Uche in the pot in, in their conversation. Right. That's exactly. That's why I'm like a little confused. Either the cast heard it wrong or it's being fabricated or 
Lydia actually followed him into these pods. It's, I do not think yeah. it's a coincidence. I do not think it's a coincidence that both of them are there. Like, there's something shady going on. There's yeah. no chance. That's why I'm just so confused because then Aaliyah like says in a recent interview, she's not sure. So I was like, which one is it? Because you were really sure on the show in that scene okay. with Uche. You know what? Also, and she got the, she got like the ball rolling for Uche. And then so when Uche brings it up to Lydia at that barbecue party mm -hmm. and was like, you, you know, like plotted to come on the show for me. And she's like, what? I was like, well, it came from Aaliyah. Like, mm, I don't know, true. like Aaliyah kind of stirred it. But I think the, Uche must believe it because I feel like he's not like irrational to be like, oh, I'm just going to go off of what uh, Aaliyah is saying. But can I say with the whole cheating thing, here's my theory on what happened. I feel like, you know how Uche was explaining to Aaliyah like what had transpired between Lydia and Uche in their relationship? He was like, hey, like, you know, I ended things, but I saw that Lydia was hurting, like she didn't have anyone to go to. So he was like, I was there for her. And then once I like, once I could assess that she's doing better in life, that's when I kind of let it go. So there was this like great in between period. So I do think that Uche like kind of slow faded on her. I can't believe I said slow fade. Anyway, <laughs> kind of slow faded on her. Um, but in the process, I think Lydia was kind of obsessed with Uche in a way, and she was snooping around. And all of those screenshots and DMs that he was getting, Uche was getting from his friends, I think that's all accurate. And I feel like Lydia found some shady shit of Uche, like talking to another girl, probably. But to Uche's defense, they were not together. But I think Uche made it feel like Lydia and him still had a thing. Because he was still like really talking to her a lot. You know what I mean? So I think there was like that gray period. Um, like they were just dating with without being exclusive. Or like they were just in this limbo mode of like, because Uche was trying to be just kind to her, which I don't think is, I, I understand his intentions and I think they're good, but I don't think he should have just cut it off. Because Lydia probably still had lingering feelings. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, I feel like... Lydia no, you lost found, me a little bit there. No, I literally, I think that Lydia found out this whole like sexting thing in a gray period of their relationship when they weren't officially together. So it feels in her mind that she's cheating, but he's really not. Does that make sense? I think that's where... No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I... Here's what confuses me about Lydia. I know that most of social media is taking like Lydia's side in the conversation she had with Uche at the barbecue party where he's like accusing her of kind of being like, I don't want to use the word stalkerish, but that's what it kind of sounds like. No, he did um, say stalking. Uh, and obviously like plotting to be on the show for him. Yeah. Um, but I actually think that Uche is kind of in the, I kind of believe Uche more just because yeah. he did come with receipts and like Lydia has kind of done shady behavior like in the yes. pods and the way she got really defensive when Uche confronted her. Yeah. I don't know if it's her part of her personality to just become defensive like that, but it felt very like, I don't know, like she knows she did something wrong and she's just trying to like not have the conversation and walk away from it. Exactly. Again, like, we kind of know that production is playing a big role in editing and manipulating footage. Mm -hmm. And um, based on what 
Uche has said so far on, on social media. So I don't know if things were like what has been cut, but yeah, like uh, I, I'm believing Uche a little bit more in that, like the relationship wasn't as serious as Lydia is making it out to be. She kind of downplayed the relationship too um, in the pods. And now she's saying that he completely cheated. Like it, it, I don't, I don't actually think he did. I think that they were dating without the exclusive title, probably had the right to like talk to other women and, or probably, you know, didn't define it to the point where they, you know, where they were able to like date other people or talk to other people. And she's kind of now accusing him of cheating just because he's accusing her of things. Exactly. Does that make sense? It's more of yeah. like a, it's like a tit for mechanism. tat. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, Oh, like you want to bring receipts to the table. Well then I know you cheated. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like, what can I do to hurt him in this moment? And she got up and walked away too. So I'm like, Ooh, like she was definitely, she was definitely impacted by the receipts that he brought to the table. And so she had to be like, okay, I'm getting out. Oh man, yeah. that's, there's a lot going on. And it's, I feel like it's a lot of he said, she said type of situation. And with so much editing going on, I just don't know who to believe or like what really transpired behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. I'm curious to see what Uche and Lydia will say about the situation, if there's going to be like more episodes of them talking about it or if they're going to address it at the reunion. Because, yeah, it's just like very sketchy. And I don't really understand like the relationship they had previously before coming on the show. Like I just we're getting so many different versions of like what that relationship was like. One episode, Uche is speaking very highly of Lydia. And the next episode, he's not. Um, Same with Lydia. So it's just, (laughs) I don't know. It's very messy. But speaking about Lydia, what do you think about her and Milton? Because I was very shocked that they get along as well as they do. I absolutely love them together. I don't even care what people say, but in every single one of these episodes, I was looking forward to their scenes because it's so funny. I love their banter and the fact that (laughs) the funniest comment was like, oh, y'all are going to break your necks because they kiss each other so often. I feel like there's a lot of passion (laughs) there. And honestly, during the reveal, they like, they kind of fit perfectly. It was cute. It was really cute. Yeah. I liked it. I know that the break the neck comment was funny because I didn't realize how tall Milton is compared to Lydia. <laughs> I love when he was like, uh, I, I'm 6'7", but I tell people I'm 6'6", because it scares people. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> that's really funny, I'm actually. Not lie, I love. I think my favorite uh, person on the cast now is Milton. I, I was indifferent about him throughout the first couple episodes, but now he's my favorite. No, I like him too. I like that he... It obviously is clearly intelligent on paper. Like he (laughs) got his associate's degree, you know, before or like after finishing high school or before finishing high school, something like that. Um, And I think that they're very quirky together. Like I love the way Lydia is loyal to Milton. Um, You see that in her conversation with Izzy where she very much is like, you and I weren't meant to be. It's Milton for me. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Izzy was making it more than it was. Yes. I can't tell if Lydia was like downplaying their connection. I know she like cried when Izzy broke up with her, but I feel like now in like Lydia's mind, it's like no big deal that, you know, okay. Izzy didn't choose her and Izzy's trying to make it a thing. Can I, I feel like it's you? production pushed, but still. 
Can I tell you again, another very heavily edited scene, because there's no chance Lydia went that long to not respond to Izzy and let him talk for that long. I was like, no yeah. chance Lydia didn't <laughs> chime in. Because I was yeah. like, why is she being so quiet when Izzy is talking, trying to get his, he's like, well, I know we had a connection and we both, I was like, bro, it's not that serious. Like, move on. You know, that's how I felt yeah. about that conversation. But I was like, Lydia, I know you had a lot to say. <laughs> like, but like uh, she she responded very like maturely very and great. was like it's not a big deal um mm -hmm. but i don't know i'm still very much impacted in the way that lydia got so close with Aaliyah and hadn't revealed to her that you know i i know production played a role in it but it's the fact that she got so close to Aaliyah and make comments about um her Aaliyah's connection with uche yeah. Without having revealed at that point that she had a pre previous relationship with Uche herself. So I don't know. Like, I like her in these scenes. I do think she's getting some sort of redemption arc. And that's why I think that Milton and Lydia are actually going to make it, like, get mm -hmm. married. Because it's very obvious what, like, production is trying to do is, like, kind of give her a better edit than she had in the previous sets of episodes. Yeah, I think um, I, it is, like you said, like that um, character arc is definitely happening for Lydia. And I like, it's easy to forget about all the bullshit that happened in the pods. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, you just see this quirky, lovey side to both of them. And you're like almost rooting for them as a couple. And I know I am. And it's like, yep, I am falling quite perfectly in line with how you guys want me to feel <laughs> because I feel yeah. it, you know? Um, but uh, it's a tough one, but I do feel like there's going to be some some drama going on between Lydia and Milton coming up, especially with like Milton's family coming into play. Um, I don't know if that's just how they edited the trailer to be, but I'm intrigued to see what happens with that. But can we move on and talk about Taylor and JP? Because this was <gasps> shocking. <sighs> oh my gosh. I have never had my blood boil like it had with that conversation between JP and Taylor about her wearing makeup. I, Oof. Ooh, I like, I have no words. The, I, I truly, I don't even know like what to say, what, where to even start. Yeah. The, the way she said, so the way I looked made you communicate differently. Like, perfect. Thank you, Taylor. Like ask, does he even understand what he did was wrong? Like when he goes, when he's like, is that bad? Like, I don't think it's that bad. And I'm like, do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? Like, I pray that he watched these episodes and was like, that was so wrong of me. Like, does he get yeah. it? No, I hope that regardless of how that scene was edited, those words came out of his mouth. And I really do hope he watches it. And he's like, that was not okay for me to say. At first, I felt bad for JP because... I was like, maybe JP is really awkward and quiet because the cameras are around. Like when you film, even though it looks like it's just a couple, you know, there's like two producers and like three, four cameramen, women in the room with you. It's a lot. And, and so it, yeah. it, it's a lot. It's a lot mm -hmm. to figure out like, what am I going to say? What kind of conversations are we going to have? Like, how do I, you know, like not be awkward in front of the cameras when it's like mm -hmm. an awkward moment, um, like sharing a room with someone you just met physically 
yeah. for the first time. That's a great point, Nat, because in the pods, there's not as many cameras around. The lounge yeah. is like a little bit, but like it's such a different setting when you go to Mexico and beyond because it's it's way more personal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah. get that. Good because point. like in the pods, the, the cameras are like hidden. Mm-hmm. There isn't a cameraman in the pods with you. And mm-hmm. so it's just like a different type of setup. Um, in terms of filming. And so I really yeah. thought that's why JP was being a little bit more awkward and silent. Yeah. And I felt bad because I feel like Taylor, it's made it seem like Taylor kind of already set her mind like, that this isn't really going to work or like, we just don't have the emotional connection. And I'm sure that got into JP's head. Mm-hmm. But then when she said like, it's like it's happening behind the scenes too, where he's just being really like quiet and stuff. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like a bigger bigger problem than it is but I was like maybe he's just overwhelmed yeah and then where he brought up the makeup thing I was like okay no he just kind of he just kind of sucks right now like he's not taking accountability about his awkwardness and where he's playing a part and he's blaming it on the way she looked on reveal day like what saying it felt like it was all you were fake I think first of all I will have to say, like, everyone is entitled to have their own preference, and we're not, like, shaming him or condemning him for, like, like not liking makeup. I feel like people have their own whatever. It's the way he handled it and how he spoke to her. You know what I mean? Like, she, Taylor sensed that something was wrong from the start, like, after the reveal when they were, like... in Mexico for the first, like, first couple days, whatever. She sent something was off. For him to not say anything to her and allow the awkwardness to continue, I think is just, it's just absurd. Like, why are you doing that? Just be honest. And she's, like, initiated conversation and tried to get it out of you so many times, and you've still not said anything. And then for him to say that, I was just like, fuck. Like, I would just be like, fuck you and walk out. I'm so proud of Taylor just to be like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm, you're not staying the night. Like, goodbye. Because it was triggering for me because it, it like reminded me of Shake a little bit, which I hate to yeah. compare them. I know they're not the same whatsoever. And with Shake and I, I was like, you're entitled to think whatever the fuck you want. But what you're not going to do is tell me how to act and how I'm going to dress or how I'm going to wear makeup. That is one thing you're not going to do. You know, yeah, it's like, oh, that was. Oh, I was so triggered. No, I, I think that obviously he has his preferences, but sure. Fucking blaming it on that was like so wrong. Like, also, she's on fucking TV, dude. Yeah. What are you going to do? Not wear like, makeup? Like, yeah. And I'm sorry when he was like, I was nervous or like, I thought it was going to be an everyday thing. Well, he also wore a fucking suit at reveal. You think she thought, is this going to be an everyday thing? Like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was just, like, overwhelmed and trying to, like, think of an excuse and brought up the makeup thing. But it was just... The fact his mind even went there was just not okay. Yeah. Um, it- I, I'm i so happy for Taylor, though, for ending it instead of trying to make it work for TV and trying to make it to the altar. Like, I love that she yeah, kind of stopped it right there where she's like, this connection is is done. Yes, I I really, really, truly, I admire her for doing that because there's moments where I've wanted to when I was with Shake and I was like, always like, oh my gosh, like I want to prove myself to him. And she was like, fuck that. I ain't doing that. I loved that she just left. And honestly, I feel like, remember we talked about this in the last recap too, is that it felt like Taylor was more hesitant with um, 
JP's appearance, whatever. And I think it's like a little bit of both for them. But the fact that Taylor was holding on to this emotional foundation that they created, but the fact that he didn't give any of that emotion when they were in person together, I think was just like the last straw for her. And she's like, I just don't know who you are at all outside of the pods. And it really shows like, oh, man. We're big Taylor fans over here. So 100%. And also we hope that she either found love or or finds love. She is so emotionally intelligent. She speaks very eloquently. And Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of her, honestly. Good for them. I'm glad they're done. (laughs) So yeah, that that conversation was really shocking. But one thing I was also really shocked about is how much my feelings about Stacey and Izzy changed. Ooh, like I really liked them because I really liked them in the first sets of episodes, episodes one through four. And then in episodes five through seven, I'm like, Oh, (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm really disliking them both. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have some thoughts. I don't know. You're right. The more I get to see them, I'm just like, "Mm, I don't really like them together. Like, I just don't think they mesh well anymore, you know? But I also don't really like them as characters on the show, like individual characters. Like, first, mm-hmm. I really liked Stacy because she came off very mature. But in this set of episodes, she comes off like a show-off. Like, like she's trying to put a persona out there, especially when she's taking Izzy around her house. Mm-hmm. Like, she's talking about, oh, like, look at my brass silverware or look at my brass is it silverware if it's not silver and it's brass? <laughs> cutlery? Yeah, look at my Cutler- brass cut- cutlery. <laughs> but you know, like, and then she's like, oh, look at all my glasses and like all this stuff. And I don't know. I feel like she's just, well, uh, like, I think it's her as a person, but it feels like she is also very aware the cameras are there. So she's trying to come off as this like, funny upbeat woman who has like very high standards of living but it's giving more like insecure and not funny and not cute yeah it kind of uh, you know what it's one thing to be like excited about your place or to show how much work you put into it and how much thought goes into like all the details it is but you're right it's the delivery of it right that makes the difference it's like you can have all these nice things and be excited and proud of everything but it's how you explain it and how you show it especially because i think what they're trying to do is show like the opposing contrast to izzy oh my god i almost said lizzie look what you're doing to me (laughs) um it's the opposing contrast to izzy though which i think izzy's like oh my gosh i've worked really hard to be where i am today and it's like Uh, no i i know what you're trying to say like i think they're trying to he, they're trying to make her more like materialistic and superficial and that she wants, you know, a man who can pay for everything. I mean, she says such in these, yes. in these episodes. How do you feel um, about that? I want to know your thoughts on that. Would you expect a man to pay or do you think we should split it down the middle? Yeah, the I'm a 50, 50. Okay. But also when you're married and he was like, let's just put both cards in. <laughs> I kind of doubted yeah. that because <laughs> It's funny. I mean, I, I'm a 50-50 girl. Me too. Like I if sometimes I'll split the check down the middle, or if he pays for dinner, you know, one date, I'll pay for the for the next date type of thing. I don't expect a man to pay anything for me. Um, I know it's a matter of preference, but I just I think it's kind of like 
unfair to expect the guy to pay for everything. I know there's a counter argument where people say like, well, women are the one who like give birth and, you know, like they, you know, they just do more in terms of like childcare typically and all these Mm -hmm. things. But I think you can't, maybe you could expect men to step up in different ways, but I think that putting so much financial pressure on on your partner just mm. because they are a man is i don't know it just like kind of rubs me the wrong way yeah. i know if it, i know it's preference though but it's not my preference that's exactly you nailed it i think it is we can't sit here and speak for all women or all men you know what like it's like a personal thing it's how you feel for me personally i feel a little uncomfortable especially in the dating stages if a man pays for everything for me cuz it's like that's not what i'm looking for my favorite quote i can finance myself spoil me with loyalty you know like That's just like my vibe. But for other women, they're more traditional. So I think it's like to each their own. Um, But yeah, I, I, again, like you said, personal preference. Yeah. I'm not judging anything. The one thing that does, the one thing where I do judge Stacey is I think it's more than can he provide? It's like she, per her dad, wants first class tickets, (laughs) you know, wants to stay at the best hotels. And it's like, you know, that's like a standard of, of living that a lot of people can't match. Especially so Izzy like, said he hasn't traveled much. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I wasn't in a financial position to travel. So it they're really showing how different Stacy and Izzy's yeah. lifestyles were. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I, th- I think there's one thing of like the man pays for everything, but I was like expecting the man to pay for like really grandiose things. I mm-hmm. think that's just like a whole nother level of expectation. I thought it was kind of wrong that she also had that whole conversation using the HVAC as an example where she's like, you know, well, are we going to split that like 10 to 20,000 for an HVAC if that breaks down? And I was like, okay, it makes sense if Izzy is has legal rights to your house. If he doesn't, no, he shouldn't pay for shit. I completely agree. I was like, is my name on the deed? <laughs> because if yeah, so, literally. then absolutely, let's like, this is our thing. It's our... Also, can I just say, why didn't they talk about this in the pause or did they? Like financially? She said she didn't want to. See, that's like ridiculous because if you're going to get engaged, you need to talk about your finances, especially if your standards are so high and you have a certain expectation from your partner financially. 100% think something to be discussed because maybe Izzy would have gone in a different direction had that because that's a big factor. Like I feel like finances is like the number one reason for divorces in the US and so Absolutely. or at least in the top 10. And so um yeah, I'm surprised that she didn't want to discuss it. In terms of what like most people did on our season is we do have conversations about finances in the pods in terms of like our preferences, like what are for me and Shane, I talked about like my salary, like how I manage my finances. And we confirmed that in real life where I could like show him, Mm -hmm. you know, this is how I manage my money in an Excel sheet. And this is like what I put towards (laughs) my rent, kind of confirming it and then having the conversation a little bit further. But Mm-hmm. I feel like it's pretty normal to have that conversation in the pods. 100%. And it's kind of weird that she said she wanted to avoid it because it's like, you know, her expectations are like a lot. So I was like, what? Yeah. You know, that's going to factor in um, 
to what they say at the altar because I think finances are going to be a big obstacle for this couple. So, yeah. Oh boy. What did you think of Izzy's Lost and Found and how Stacy broke down because of the Lost and Found and also the paper plates? Bro, I don't think it was that serious on either part. Like, I don't know why it was made to be such a big deal. One, I think it's a little tacky for Izzy to have a Lost and Found. Like, yeah. sir, if if it's true that he was at his place the day before and knew that Stacy was coming, like he specifically like made sure to tell her about the lost and found as a way to be yeah. like, oh, it's funny. Like, I wanted you to see who I was. But it's like, bro, no, like everyone knows you have a history. Everyone has a dating yeah. history. You don't need to be making it specifically known that women have left their jewelry here. Like, I think it was a little tacky. Like, bro, goodbye. I, I agree. Right? Like, yeah. That's not a part of your past life before Stacy that you want to highlight. Those other things <laughs> you should focus on. I thought what she said to Izzy about why she was upset about it was very valid. Like, I, I do feel like it was tacky that he left it there to um, show it on the show. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like, you're right. Like, everyone knows that, like... Everyone has a little, you know, there's history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a, a history with like past partners. And I was like, you don't have to show a lost and found and be like, I don't know who, like who this thing, <laughs> like this thing belongs to. It's like, what? That was worse. Right. When he's like, yeah. I was like, I don't know who it's for. I'm like, oh, great. So you don't value your partners. <laughs> like, but I do think she off. overreacted when it came to his paper plates and bowls. Like I was like, Agreed. yeah, it's kind of a. I mean, yes, I would prefer like, you know, like more stable <laughs> plates and bowls. And like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I was like, obviously Stateware. you like prefer like ceramics and glass or whatever. <laughs> but I, I just think her crying about it, it was, I don't know. I just couldn't relate to it. Yeah. I, he was very, I think he was in the right when he was all like, um, you know, like you're coming off materialistic and like, please don't cut me off. Like she kind yeah. of, with the way she walked away and, and went outside to cry. I was like, that's coming off like a spoiled brat. Like, yeah, this is like, too much. He's like, I'm not getting what I want or I'm not having my voice heard when all he was trying to do was have a conversation about it. I think you're totally right though. Like the cutlery thing is BS. Like who cares? I get it. Like you want uh you want a plate. That's fine. He can just be like, okay, babe, like I'm glad you want a plate. I'll get you a fucking plate. <laughs> like it's not that hard. Or it could be like, it's a very easy change. It's like so who easy. cares if he has it now? Exactly. I don't know. Sometimes people don't want to do dishes and they want to throw it away. Bad for the environment. So yes, let's change that. <laughs> but it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. a character flaw, you know? <laughs> yeah maybe it's like a sign of immaturity because i think at one point like it, it's probably cheaper to invest in you know like actual <laughs> you know dishes and plates you could wash but i do think it was dramatic maybe we're like maybe we're too lax so let us maybe. know what you think like dm us on our yeah. instagram page at out of the pods because that's how we think about it i did like izzy mm -hmm. so up until his conversation with johnny at the barbecue party. Yeah. I thought he was being very like, very aggressive yeah. in the way he was like coming at her. I understand like the fact he wanted to kind of 
call her out. Maybe he sees Chris as a close friend. And yeah, that conversation in the pods was a little bit sketchy, how she like flip-flopped. But like she explains it perfectly. She goes, I know what I did. I own up to it. I'm trying to make it up to Chris. Yeah. But then he keeps going at her and he's like, everyone thinks you're like a shady person. I was like, what the fuck? Who's ever drop it? Who's ever? I don't know. First That's of all. why I was all like, I know that um, Johnny has a conversation with Stacy. That's seen in the trailer for next week's episodes. So I'm curious if like that conversation will provide more context in terms of like what people are saying about Johnny. But Chris does tells Johnny like, no one thinks that. Yeah, like, no one said anything to me. So I'm not really sure like why Izzy was going so hard on Johnny. Like it it yeah. didn't impact you Izzy in any way. Like you chose Stacy. Exactly. Like it's more of a Chris problem now or like exactly. an issue with like Johnny and Chris. So fucking give her a break. Yeah, and she said it perfectly where she was like, "Yeah, that's why I'm trying to make it up to Chris for making him the second choice. I know I fucked up kind of." And so okay, so I have some thoughts about that argument because you're right. I also thought it was really weird of Izzy to go so passionate towards Johnny when their relationship is nothing now. You know, like he's happily yeah. engaged to somebody else. So why are you even feeling so, some type of way? Okay, let's give him the benefit of doubt. Okay, he's upset and is protecting Chris because it feels like Johnny lied, right? So if 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 it was that reason, then Johnny's explanation was perfect. She was like, "Yeah, after you broke up with me, I changed my mind. I had some revelations of my own, and I knew that I was going for somebody who was emotionally unavailable. Hence, Izzy trying to go for Stacy, or like, you know what I mean? So." That's why I was like, okay, so even for me personally, I felt like I understood where Johnny was coming from now because from the previous episodes, I was kind of upset with her for doing the flip-flop and going back to Chris. I felt like Chris deserved better, but now I get it. I understand Johnny and how she kind of like came to the realizations after Izzy had broken up with her. So I totally understood it. Where I have a problem with Izzy is the way he talked about the conversation with Johnny to Stacy. That's where I was like, I completely do not like Izzy right now. I railed her. Or what did he say? Like, uh, I fucking went after her. And I was like, dude, you're coming yeah. off like a teenager. Like, this is childish. Like, just the choice of words he used and the tone of voice he used with, uh, with uh, like, about the situation, I just, like, it rubbed me the wrong way. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm like, in my head, I was like, am I missing something? Like, why is it that big of a deal? Yeah. Um, I, so I'm very curious for for um, this week's episodes because I I don't know. Uh, I want to see what Stacey says to, to Johnny, but I do think Izzy was in the wrong in terms of that conversation. I feel like he might have been drunk, though, because his eyes, like he was blinking very slowly and his eyes were kind of like low, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. He didn't look like how he did in like the other scenes. Like he seemed like he was under the influence. So I wonder if that played a part or if there was like maybe like a producer manipulation and that the producers kind of like encouraged him and Stacy to be mm. mad at Johnny because they wanted a confrontation to happen. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I think the way it's edited on the show, it was just really bad. And I felt really bad for Johnny. And um, I'm very curious to see what what Stacy says to Johnny but that conversation really solidified I was like I just don't like Izzy or Stacy right now as yeah. characters 
Yeah, I and also I do have to say though, uh poor Johnny, the way she summarized what had happened to Chris was kind of sad because obviously she didn't use the exact words that Izzy had used, but it, you could tell that she was really upset and she was like, "Oh, I guess I'm just a piece of shit." And so like it was more like that's the feeling that she got walking away from that conversation. I would and, too. Yeah, it just kind of sucks cuz I'm like, if someone said, "Oh, everyone here thinks you're sketchy as fuck," I would be like, "Who?" Like, what did I do? Like, I'm just trying to figure out my life, you know? And I don't know. Well, I, I'm excited to see how it all transpires. I, I want to hear an explanation from Izzy. Like, why are you, were you so, like, in attack mode? Hard. Yeah. 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 When it came like, so hard on Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are what are some predictions for the rest of this season? What do we have? Like, three episodes left? Two? We have Three. Three. According to the schedule on Netflix. Yeah. If that's inclusive of reunion or not, I'm not sure. But yeah. What are some predictions, baby? (laughs) Okay. So I think the only couple that is going to make it is Lydia and Milton. Only because it's very clear Lydia is getting that redemption arc. The show wants to make her likable again. And so, you know, I just feel like that's kind of where, where their ending is headed and that they're going to work out. Yeah. Just based on what I know about editing. So (laughs) there's literally no other couples left. Like after seeing the interactions between Stacey and Izzy in these last few episodes, I'm just like, I don't think anyone besides Lydia and Milton are making it. (laughs) I mean, it's really just the two of them at that point. Izzy, Stacey, Lydia, Milton, like everyone else kind of dropped off. So they're carrying um, the marriage team, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're you're right about like Izzy and Stacy. I also feel like money is going to become an issue, and mm-hmm. um, it kind of seems like her life revolves around money. You know the way and, she's being edited right now, right? And then also, I have to say, uh, the conversation that when Izzy was explaining the whole conversation with Johnny, like it felt like Stacy wasn't trying to have it. You know what I mean? She kind of was like kind of dismissive of the conversation she kind of i felt like she knew that izzy was like kind of in the wrong a little bit for the way he was explaining it like wait what you know i don't know i don't know there's just i feel like there's a lot that is going on with those two that's not we we can't see all of it you know so yeah, i don't think they're gonna make it um in terms yeah. of like johnny and chris i am rooting for them i hope it just i just like them together I, I just, you know, like Chris is like so reassuring to Johnny. So I, I mean, I hope it goes somewhere and they explore it. I don't know if we'll see any more of them though on this season, but I'm sure we'll see them at the reunion. I feel like oh, I'm yeah. very curious in terms of how they ended up, but I really do like Johnny. Um, Me too. I think she's actually very extremely genuine because I know that there was some like backlash online about how, you know, we talked about in last week's episode, she just wants to like get engaged. But I think um, her continuing to date Chris off camera after the experiment says a lot that like, you know, she really did like him. So, yeah. Yeah, And also, I do think that Izzy is going to have some regrets because I know he went with a connection that wasn't as deep as with Johnny. But I think like ultimately in life, you want that deep connection. Anyways, that's my last two cent about them. But I'm, I am rooting for. He Johnny. has regrets the way that he went after Johnny. I think, I think he's just like. No, what I mean is he's going to have regrets. <laughs> oh, depending on, on how it ends up with Stacey. Exactly. He's gonna like. I feel like maybe look back on this and be like, "Damn, like what if I did explore with Johnny?" 
Well, you'll never know, but. Who do you think is going to be the villain of the season? Because it like it keeps flip-flopping in terms of how I feel about each character. I don't know if like, you know, I'm not of the mindset that there is a specific villain on this season. I just think that everyone is just so complicated and have so many emotions that because there's so much shit happening. Nothing is like black and white, you know, I, I don't know, but it keeps flip-flopping. You're right. I have no idea who the villain is but right now i feel like lydia has some shit to explain i need to understand more from lydia um i don't know who do you think i i don't all i have to say is i love milton that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> talk about hero milton. um i think that it's gonna be either between izzy and stacy plus uche so it's either gonna Ooh. be like stacy and uche or izzy and uche and i think it's really easy to make uche the villain, or when I say villain, I mean get a really unfavorable edit. It's because it's mm-hmm. the way he talks. Yeah. Because he's very, like, monotone. You know? And Not tone- even monotone. He's just so, it's, like... It's like, it comes off condescending. The way he kind of, like, just kind of comes at you in the way he talks. And yeah. um, and I think you could always hear, like, the anger in his voice a little bit. Like, when he... And he's a lawyer, so I think he's just very good at being very like pointed in the way he when he speaks mm, but yeah. it comes off like a little like i'd be very scared to talk to him it'd make me coil back because i'm a more of a like a i process as i talk mm-hmm. and it's really hard to do that with the way he holds conversations yeah it's very direct and to the point and it's like but i don't think it's m- malicious yeah, I don't think I, he means to be malicious. No, I think it's just the way he talks. And so it's like a thing that people are going to understand if they want him in his life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what a crazy fucking season, though. You guys, let us know what your thoughts are so far. Um, I do have to say really quickly before we wrap, I have loved getting DMs. Um, People have been like, you guys, when I listen to you guys talking about this, I want to jump in so badly. And like, (laughs) because I have different perspectives than you. And um, I love those thoughts. Natalie and I absolutely love reading them. So please continue sending all of your, you know, perspectives, all of your opinions, predictions, everything to our Instagram page at out of the pods. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. Also, let us know in the reviews like what you want to hear from us in terms of like the recap. Is there anything you want to know in terms of questions on the Love is Blind process, what it's like filming? Definitely leave it there. But see you next Wednesday. Bye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 